Section 3 of the Report of the Inquiry into the Role and Oversight of Private Security Contractors in Afghanistan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Dennison, South Portland, Maine. Introduction General Stanley McChrystal, the former commander of U.S. Forces Afghanistan and the International Security Assistance Force, ISAF, concluded in his August 2009 assessment that success in Afghanistan demanded a change in our strategy there. Since that time, significant steps have been taken to implement a comprehensive counterinsurgency, or COIN, operation in Afghanistan. Footnote, General Stanley McChrystal, Commander's Initial Assessment, August 30, 2009. End footnote. U.S. Army doctrine says that the primary objective of counterinsurgency strategy is, quote, to foster development of effective governance by a legitimate government, unquote. Footnote, U.S. Army Field Manual, pages 3 to 24, Counterinsurgency, 1 to 113, December 2006, end footnote. In announcing the commitment of an additional 30,000 U.S. troops to Afghanistan, President Barack Obama emphasized that goal, stating that a key objective was to, quote, strengthen the capacity of Afghanistan's security forces and government so that they can take lead responsibility for Afghanistan's future, unquote. Footnote, President Barack Obama, United States Military Academy at West Point, West Point, New York, December 1, 2009. End footnote. Likewise, Secretary of Defense Robert Gates has said that the President's plan is intended to provide the, quote, time and space necessary for the Afghans to develop enough security and government's capacity to stabilize their own country, unquote. Footnote, written statement of Secretary of Defense Robert Gates, hearing to receive testimony on Afghanistan, Senate Armed Services Committee, December 2, 2009. End footnote. Success in Afghanistan has been defined as the point at which the Afghan government, quote, earns the support of the people, unquote. Footnote, General Stanley, McChrystal, and Command Sergeant Major Michael Hall, ISAF, Commanders, Counterinsurgency Guidance, August 2009. End footnote. That is the mission that our military personnel are charged with carrying out. But success in Afghanistan depends on more than their actions. Achieving our goals will require, quote, unity of effort, unquote, among all those operating in Afghanistan. Footnote. General Stanley McChrystal, Commander's Initial Assessment, August 30, 2009. End footnote. That includes contractors. According to U.S. Central Command, CENTCOM, as of April 30, 2010, there were more than 112,000 Department of Defense, DOD, contractor personnel operating in Afghanistan. Footnote, DOD, Assistant Deputy Undersecretary of Defense, Program Support, Contractor Support of U.S. Operations in U.S. CENTCOM, AOR, Iraq, and Afghanistan, May 2010. End footnote. More than 16,500 of those personnel, 93% of whom are Afghan nationals, perform as private security and nearly all of them are armed. The total number of private security contractor personnel operating in Afghanistan is significantly higher than CENTCOM's figure for DOD alone. As of May 2010, CENTCOM's Armed Contractor Oversight Directorate, ACOD, reported that it was aware of more than 26,000 private security personnel operating in Afghanistan. 90% of those personnel were working under either U.S. government contracts or subcontracts with U.S. government contractors. Footnote. According to the ACOD, as of May 2010, 
there were 245 private security contracts with either the U.S. government or a U.S. government contractor in Afghanistan. 204 of those were with either DOD or a DOD contractor. Email from Office of Secretary of Defense for Legislative Affairs to committee staff reporting statistics collected by CENTCOM's Armed Contractor Oversight Directorate, May 12, 2010. End footnote. By way of comparison, when the Army's 101st Airborne Division is fully deployed to Afghanistan, it will consist of just under 20,000 soldiers. Over the past year, the Senate Armed Services Committee has conducted an inquiry into private security contractors operating in Afghanistan. In the course of the inquiry, the committee reviewed hundreds of thousands of pages of documents from the Departments of Defense and State, the U.S. Agency for International Development, and private security contractors. Committee staff conducted more than 30 interviews of military and contractor personnel and solicited written answers from several others. This report represents the findings from that inquiry. Part 1 of the committee's report examines the operations of Armor Group and its sister company Armor Group Mine Action, AGMA, which operated from mid-2007 through December 2008 at and around Shindand Air Base in Herat Province in western Afghanistan. Footnote. Armor Group North America and Armor Group Mine Action are both subsidiaries of G4S PLC. End footnote. Part 1 also discusses the private security company EOD Technology Incorporated, EODT, which has provided security at Andraskan National Training Center, also in Herat Province, since January 2008. The committee's inquiry revealed that Armor Group, AGMA, and EODT relied on local warlords and regional strongmen to supply men, and in some cases weapons, for use on their contracts. Documents and testimony linked these warlords to murder, kidnapping, bribery, and anti-coalition activities. Counterinsurgency doctrine warns that armed groups outside the host nation's control, quote, can often be obstacles to ending an insurgency, unquote. Footnote, U.S. Army Field Manual, pages 3 to 24, counterinsurgency 3 to 112, December 2006, end footnote. U.S. contract funds, however, appear to be fueling such groups in Afghanistan. In addition to instances in Herat, which were a subject of the committee's inquiry, a U.S. military analysis of Kandahar City in southeastern Afghanistan quotes a U.S. civilian official as saying that, quote, with our contracts in that region, what used to be called warlord militias are now private security companies, unquote. Footnote, ISAF Regional Command South, Stability Operations Information Center, SOIC South, Kandahar City, Municipality, and Dand District, District Narrative Analysis at 59, March 30, 2010. End footnote. The success of the counterinsurgency operation demands careful consideration of who we choose to partner with in Afghanistan and careful management of those partnerships in pursuit of our strategic goals. As Major General Michael Flynn, the intelligence chief for ISAF and U.S. forces in Afghanistan, has said, quote, if we are going to conduct a population-centric strategy in Afghanistan and we are perceived as backing thugs, then we're just undermining ourselves, unquote, footnote. Dexter Filkins, Mark Mazzetti, and James Risen, brother of Afghan leaders said to be paid by CIA, New York Times, October 28, 2009, end footnote. Asked his view of private security contractors operating in Afghanistan, the former ISAF Commander General McChrystal said simply, quote, we need to get rid of them, unquote, adding that private security contractors are, quote, 
just not right for a country that is growing law and order. They need to be brought under the government of Afghanistan or be legitimate coalition forces. There shouldn't be anybody wandering around with little armies. It's just a really unhealthy dynamic. Unquote. Footnote. General Stanley McChrystal, briefing on operations in Afghanistan, Senate Armed Services Committee at 23, May 13, 2010. Footnote. Part 1 of the report reveals evidence that certain relationships with Afghan warlords or strongmen forged by private security companies working under U.S. government contracts appear at odds with the counterinsurgency strategy and our broader goals in the region. Part 2 of the committee's report discusses the performance of U.S.-funded security contractors in Afghanistan. More than 26,000 private security personnel operate in the same battle space as U.S. forces. These men, who are typically armed, frequently act as the first line of defense for troops stationed at forward operating bases around the country. It is critical to the safety of U.S., Afghan, and coalition forces, not to mention Afghan civilians, that those contractor personnel are properly vetted, trained, and equipped to do the job. The committee's inquiry, however, revealed widespread performance deficiencies, including in critical areas like vetting and training security contractor personnel. Such failures create a risk that one senior contracting officer in Afghanistan said, quote, relates directly to the safety and security of our U.S. service members, unquote. Footnote. In September 2008, the Army's Chief of Contracting at Regional Contracting Command, Fenty, in Jalalabad, identified a, quote, recurring list of issues, unquote, associated with 22 private security contracts in eastern Afghanistan, including, quote, lack of weapons, law of armed conflict, and rules of engagement training, unquote. The contracting chief said that the local Afghan contractors in that part of Afghanistan, quote, have shown they lack the amount of in-depth management capability to fully manage complex security guard contracts, unquote and said that risk associated with security guard contracts, quote, relates directly to the safety and security of our U.S. service members, unquote. Memo from Chief of Contracting, RCC Fenty, September 23, 2008, end footnote. In addition to discussing some of those failures, Part 2 of the committee's report also discusses major gaps in government oversight of security contractors that allow deficiencies to persist. Part 2 also discusses other challenges posed by the use of private security contractors in Afghanistan. In his November 2009 inaugural statement, Afghan President Hamid Karzai stated that within the next two years he wanted, quote, operations by all private national and international security firms to be ended and their duties delegated to Afghan security entities, unquote. Footnote, President Hamid Karzai, inauguration speech, November 19, 2009, end footnote. In August 2010, President Karzai signed a decree calling for the dissolution of private security companies in Afghanistan, although that decree discusses the reintegration of the private security personnel into the Afghan National Security Forces, the committee is not aware of a plan to transition armed security contractor personnel into the security forces or other Afghan government positions. In fact, while growing the Afghan National Army and police is key to our success in Afghanistan, the ranks of the Afghan National Police ANP, are apparently being depleted by security contractors who offer higher pay. According to David Sedney, the Deputy Assistant of Defense for Afghanistan, Pakistan, and Central Asia, the Afghan National Civil Order Police, ANCOP, which is a component of the ANP, quote, suffered from the highest attrition, unquote, in part because many police officers, quote, 
were recruited by higher-paying private security firms to provide private security services in Afghanistan, unquote. Footnote. Testimony of David Sedney. Hearing on the Contracts for Afghan National Police Training. Ad Hoc Subcommittee on Contracting Oversight of the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. April 15, 2010. End footnote. Part 2 of the report describes this apparent conflict between growing and strengthening Afghan forces and the proliferation of better-paid jobs with U.S.-funded private security contractors. End of Section 3